year is 2022. You're listening to the BSTV 24-7 podcast with your host, One Shot Scott. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, One Shot Scott. I am the only person that they can find to do this for free. Just kidding. I choose to do this for free. Well, not really. I think if like I, someone was to offer me money to do this podcast, I probably would do it too. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the BSTV 24-7 podcast. Of course, you already know that because you clicked the link to listen to it. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about fashion. I know for a guy that has no fashion sense, I shouldn't be talking about fashion. But something that changed in my fashion this past week. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Also, a show that I just recently watched. Um, I don't know. It was a reality contestant kind of show. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about that because I think it was... I like the idea of it, so I was that's why I tuned into it. So, talk a little bit about that. And uh, racing this weekend. I know everybody was excited for the Super Bowl. But for me, when the Super Bowl ends, it's one thing. NASCAR season starting. And I love NASCAR. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but before we get there, uh, I'm going to go on a little journey. Not really a journey. Um, no. Um, I'm going to talk about what uh, about my podcast last week, Escaping Depression. Um, I got a lot of people that messaged me about it and told me some of the stories about them, how, how they've been fighting or dealing with depression and all that, and I just want to say thank you. Um, it means a lot, uh, more than you'll ever know. Um, because for me, it, 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 it's nice that people are talking about it. Cause I feel like it's still one of those things that's, oh, you're supposed to like kind of cover up and you're not supposed to say anything. Right. Um, I know we have weeks and we have, there's days and stuff for mental health and, uh, depression and all that shit, but it's still one of those things where. I don't know. It depends on who you talk to and stuff. Where you get you get told either to man up or oh everybody goes through everybody goes through hard times. Get over it um, and shit like that, right? And sometimes you just sometimes you just want like an ear to talk to. And for me, I think the best thing that's helped me with mine was either this podcast or even having um, the dogs. And I say this because even when I was living in Barrie, I'd come home. And uh, we had a, um, a chocolate lab, Missy, and uh, it didn't matter how I, how like how shitty I was feeling, she was so happy to see me, right? And then we'd go for walks, and it was just, and I, I'll, I'll admit, I, I talked to her, and like was like shit, but then she always made me like kind of like forget that, like she just wanted to play, and she just wanted to be around me, and she missed me, right? So I don't know, I feel like. And then moving back here, having the two dogs here has really helped as well. Because if I'm upset with work, which usually I'm never because I actually enjoy what I'm doing now. And I have a pretty good team that I work with. Um, and that's not saying I didn't enjoy working uh, in Barry or anything. It's just, I don't know. It was just, it was different, right? It was when you're working for a big, huge company like that. And then you start working for a smaller company. It's a lot different, right? Um, But here, I don't know. There's like I'm asked to do a lot and I expected a lot of me. But 
it's different because I know that my manager would have my back on things. Whereas when I was working at Barry, like I said, I just felt like it was me against them, right? I was, my back was always against the wall, ready to go. But back to what I was saying, it's nice having the dogs because, I don't know, I get home and they're just like super pumped to see me and they're like, oh, let's go. Oh, you're back home. Sweet, sweet, let's go. Right? And they're always so excited, right? So it just takes my mind off it and it's nice having the dogs here. And uh, yeah, and even having this podcast, uh, it for me, like I know a lot of people have journals or diaries and stuff. This is basically my journal or my diary or whatever. I don't know what the cool term is nowadays to use. And I know some people say like, shit, man, you say a lot. Like you, you, uh, you kind of don't uh, really leave. And you know, I don't know. I'm an open book. Like if there's something like, I don't like confrontation. So I will never like be like a jerk about something on here. But, uh, I don't know. I always say what, how, like, if you want to know how I'm feeling, then just ask. Um, unless I feel like it's, you're going to get upset by it. Then I will kind of lie. Like I've done it when, when I was going through depression, people were like, Oh, how are you? I'll be like, I'm good. And just leave it at that. Right. Cause I knew, or I thought that they didn't really care. Right. But I become such a, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of become such an introvert where like this podcast is where you kind of sad to say, but I kind of use it as like, like I said, my journal or diary and. Hopefully someone listens. And last week, I know I got a lot of messages from people telling me about uh, their struggles and stuff. And I just want to say I appreciate that. And like I said, I I uh, I I honestly hugely hugely means a lot to me because uh, just makes me feel like hey maybe if if I can help or if I can make one person smile. And I know that's a lot of people ask for, right? But if I can make one person smile, then you know what? I feel like I've done a pretty good job. And uh, that's all I need, right? Like, I'm not here to... I'm doing this for free. I'm, I'm making no money at this. I'm probably... After, like... And people know it by... And when you're doing this podcast thing, you start spending money on it. And I'm probably maybe a thousand or so dollars in the hole doing this podcast, right? And it's not about the money for me. It's about making people smile. It's about making people try to be more positive. Or maybe even helping them open up themselves. Um, if you also feel like maybe podcasting is a way for you to go, <coughs> check out anchor.fm. Uh, uh, trust me, it's free. You can do even, even do it on your phone. Like, I've done a few episodes here where I'm out in the middle of the bush, just opened my phone up and just started talking. Trust me, it's easy. It's, it's pretty cool, right? Um, yeah, and then they, when you're done with it, they send it all over. Like, I think there's like 10 or 12 different podcasting uh, groups that you can go to, listen to it. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, a whole bunch of other ones. I know I'm on uh, Podpeans. Uh, good pods. If you're not on good pods, it's like social media for podcasters and people that like to listen to podcasts. Go check them out. I'm on there. BSTV 24-7. Boom. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get back onto the show. Uh, I was talking about fashion. Uh, so I'm usually a jeans kind of guy, right? Like wearing jeans. Doesn't matter what color. Not a skinny jeans guy. Never been like that. 
But uh, talk about jeans for a minute here. I find it funny. I remember when I was younger, like how much baggier the jeans were now that we wear nowadays and how lower I used to wear my jeans. So I'm like thinking, and then I seen a guy at the store and I was like, as we get older, do our jeans as men, do our jeans and our pants slowly just move up where by the time we're like in our fifties or sixties or seventies, they're up to our belly buttons. Right. Cause I've seen some that are up there. And then you hit a certain age where you can't wear jeans anymore. You got to wear either track pants or sweatpants. Um, and that's the way I go. And the funny thing is I bought my, I want to see my first pair of sweatpants in probably 20 years. Cause like I said, I'm a jeans guy, right? So I'm sitting there and I was like, I seen it at Walmart and I was like, Oh, cool. You know what? Be nice to have some sweatpants, especially when you're at home and just not doing anything, right? So I was like, sweet. So I'm sitting there and I good price, whatever. And uh I grabbed them and I'm like, fuck, what size am I in for track pants or sweatpants? I don't know if there's a different I think track sweatpants are like the gray ones that are like I don't know what the different. See, that's how good I am at fashion. No, no difference. Same thing to me. Um <laughs> But no, <laughs> but so I, I'm like, okay, well, like I'm a bigger guy, like, I mean, fatter guy. And I'm like, well, hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just get a medium. See how they fit. Fit perfectly. Cause everything else usually like sure wise or whatever. I usually get large because I have like a belly and shit, but no, I was like, sweet. I'll get a, a medium, put them on. Perfect. Right. So the other day I was like sitting there and I was like, I'm going to run to the grocery store. And I don't drive or anything, but I'm just going to walk there. And I was like, get up and uh, do stuff around the house. And I was like, well, do I change, like, in jeans? I'm like, no, I'll try. So, like, of course, I felt like a, like a, I don't know. For me, I don't know. I just feel off not wearing jeans, like, out in public especially. Like, I feel like the next step after, like, sweatpants are, uh, or track pants, are um, pajama bottoms. Like, I feel like once you get to that point of you're like, I don't even care what people see me in track pants. You're like, and I'm not trying to diss people that wear sweatpants or track pants out in public. Good for you. But if you're like not, we're, if you're not coming from the gym, you shouldn't be wearing them. I'm sorry. Like, they should be something where you're just comfortable, comfortably. And I get it, like, because I know a lot of people that you wear like track pants or sweatpants when they're like painting and stuff. So they got like the paint marks all over them, right? And I get that. But I have to say though, ever since wearing them, I may have to actually start wearing them for like whenever it's like like Christmas dinner or any big dinners like that because this elastic waistband, it's pretty it's a pretty clever idea because it sucks when you get full eating like thanksgiving or christmas and you gotta undo that top button on your jeans it sucks um but no back to what i was saying there so but i feel like after wearing track bands, the next thing i'm gonna start doing is just going to like Wal like i know it's like it's okay to go to walmart wearing pajama bottoms but no i'm, I'm not okay with that i i'm I, no like that's one thing i say no to like hey you know if you want to wear track pants or sweatpants out in public good, good okay like, we get it. You, you're either, 
like to me it just like like i don't know how people look at it but like to me it makes it look like you're either like you're just too lazy to put jeans on or you wearing the full on like track suit or sweatsuit or whatever that just makes you like like i find the people that do that nowadays are like people that are either and i come from a small town so there's really no gangs here I don't even think there's any gangs here. Maybe, like, motorcycle gangs. But other than that, I don't think there's any gangs here that I know of. But, like, I don't know. You see the one guy come in, and he looks like... If anybody's seen that movie, Malibu Most Wanted, that's what I think of when I see white people wearing all track, full-on track suits and uh, sweatsuits. Like, I think of that. Like, I'm like, where's his do-rag? Like, shit like that, right? Um, I honestly think of that movie. Because I'm like, this dude is just... Because, like, everybody that wears track pants or sweat pants out in public, they always got a pair of Timberlands on the feet. I, I, I don't make this up. Uh, I was, when I was at the grocery store wearing my track pants, I was also wearing Timberlands on my feet. And I noticed mostly every other guy that was wearing track pants or sweat pants was wearing Timberlands on their feet. I know they're the cool boot of for men to wear. Who think they are um, thuggish? Mine are not like the the uh, the thuggish or gangster uh, Timberlands. They are the actually just like the winter kind of short boot of Timberlands. They they are still Timberlands, so I'm still part of that group. Don't judge me. Um, but still, no, I I don't know. I have friends that wear track pants and sweatpants, but I don't really think they ever like ever leave the house wearing them like i think they maybe if they're running somewhere like quickly but like they usually throw on jeans or something like they'll wear them at home and then they'll like throw on jeans when they're like heading out but still though i don't know if you have an opinion on that let me know uh you can give me uh twitter tiktok uh instagram anywhere at bstv 24 7 check me out if you haven't um <laughs> Oh, since I've ruined this world of fashion for you, I'm going to also ruin the... I don't know if I'm going to ruin the world of TV. So, there is this show. It just came on Amazon. I've seen the commercials everywhere. It's called LOL Canada. Uh, LOL stands for Last One Laughing Canada. And I saw the contestants. And I was like, okay. Like, some of them were pretty good. Like, Tom Green's on there. Uh, Colin Mockery, who is on... Um, uh, I think whose line is it anyways? Uh, Andrew Fung, who I really, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know who was a comedian. I know him from Kim's convenience. So I was like, Oh cool. I'll check that out. That's not bad. And then of course the funny man, Dave Foley from, uh, many, many shows that people already know, um, know from, especially from Canada. He's one of the big shots here. And there was so many. And then if you've seen, uh, what, what movie shows that? Uh, but uh, Jonathan LaJoy, he's made like so many um, like weird ass uh, music videos on YouTube. I think one was like, show me your genitals. If you haven't checked it out. Go check it out. That's why I'm here. Um, but, but no, so I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Right. And so the basis of this is, <clears throat> is that I guess they spend six hours in this kind of this room and you can't smile or laugh. 
And I'm sorry, but you got 10 great comedians in there and you can't smile or laugh. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. You put me in a room with Tom Green, boom, done in 30, right? But even like, I'm sitting there going and I'm watching this and I'm already laughing. Like, like I said, 30 seconds into it. And yet I'm like, how the fuck are they holding? Like, I'm like, Jesus. And then, um, oh man, it, it, it is really good. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. The first two episodes, I believe are on Amazon right now. Go check it out. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just couldn't believe I was like this. Cause I don't really ever watch like shows where there's like contestants and like, uh, shit like this. Right. Because I'm like, I don't know, like reality TV kind of died with me. Like, I'll be honest with you, I used to watch a lot of reality TV. And then I was like, eh, this is kind of... Like, I have friends that watch, like, Survivor and stuff, and, like, they'll talk about that. But other than that, like, I don't know. I think that's probably the closest I get is just living through them when they talk about Survivor. Right? Um, But no, this one is pretty good. And then the winner, whoever's the last one... Last one standing or last one not laughing uh wins a hundred thousand for their charity so it's pretty cool if you haven't checked it out uh i know it's on amazon prime uh shout out to them um if they want to throw me some free subscriptions that'd be pretty cool for a month i'd be happy with that um but still no it, it is pretty good uh any of those comedians that are on there check it out before you do it uh I don't know. It, it's just hilarious. Uh, Dave Foley, uh, Kids in the Hall. If you haven't seen it, oh man, Kids in the Hall. I feel like if you you are not a true Canadian if you haven't watched any Kids in the Hall, like that is where comedy gold. That's where I think Canadian. That is like, I don't know. It's just Canadian comedy. It's just hilarious. Uh, and then Tom Green. Oh man, talk about Tom Green. I think I said this a couple weeks ago on my podcast. I was sitting there one night and I was like, shit. And I don't know why I was thinking about this. I was like thinking about movies that like offend people. And I was like, you know what movie I've never seen on any of these subscription channels like Netflix, Amazon? It's Freddy Got Fingered. If you haven't seen it, uh, I don't know. Uh, go see it. Um, it's... <sighs> How do I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I think the best way is like it it's so it, it's so stupid, it's just hilarious. Um, and I know you're probably like, well, that doesn't sound appealing. It is, trust me. It is full on, I think like 90s, early 2000s comedy. Um yeah, though, like, so many good things came from that movie for me in my life. Yeah, I was a young person when I watched that. I don't know why I watched it. Uh, I don't know how come I watched it. I think it was because, like, my aunt or something was watching us, and she was watching it. And uh, that's how I got watched it, right? But still, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Freddie Got Fingered. Um, even hearing Tom Green's voice makes me laugh. Like, I don't know. He's just, God, he's just, I don't like, I'm, I don't know. I would lose automatically with Tom. As soon as Tom Green enters, I'm out. I'll be like, okay, done. Go ahead. Take me out. Right? Um, I'd be horrible for that game. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for new episodes. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay. Well, 
hopefully, hopefully you guys will check it out. And hopefully you guys will tweet about how you guys heard about that show from me so that uh, they can uh, shoot me a message or something. That'd be cool. Um, no, but um, like I said, another show, kind of show, reality, sports show, NASCAR for me. Um, NASCAR, ah, man, it's been a big sport for me. And I used to watch like a lot of sports, basketball, hockey, MMA, NASCAR. And now I've kind of just, uh, kind of just NASCAR now for me. I watch like, I'll watch like a fight card here or there. If I'm, especially if I'm going over to friend's house or whatever, I'll watch it. Hockey, I'll watch a game here or there, but I, it's not often anymore. Um, but NASCAR, man, cause I don't know. Usually it's on Sundays. I don't really do anything on Sundays as it is. So. I don't know, I turned the game on, right? And I remember uh, when I was younger, I had friends in South River there, and they would, they knew, like, they're like, if you want to hang out with Scott, don't ask him on Sunday, because he is NASCAR all on Sunday. He does not, like, come out, nothing. They knew, right? And I've gotten better at it. Uh, I know in Barry, I got a lot better at it when I'd PVR, because I work nights, so I'd want to sleep during the day. And uh, so, yeah, so I used to watch it whenever I would get up or whatever, right? But, uh, and even now, like, I'll sit there and I'll be like, ah, you know what? I'm, I have plans. I'll, I'll watch it later on, right? So, for me, I don't know. But it's one thing that I do keep track of. Like, if I miss an MMA or I miss an NHL game or a basketball game, I'll just check on the score, who got the most points, uh, who won, shit like that, right? But on NASCAR, I'll watch the whole race. I'll try not to spoil it for myself, and then I'll watch it, right? But uh, no, I'm super pumped. Uh, and the best thing about watching, especially being Canadian, watching American sports, is that, and this is one thing I, and I think this counts for all sports, is sports are like our escape from reality, right? And I think that was the biggest thing when sports started getting too political, especially last year. Uh, this year, I've watched uh, like a couple of things of sports, like, well, like I said, hockey, basketball, and stuff like that. And I feel like they've pulled the politics back out because it got really political there in a lot of sports. And people are just like, this is fucking. And I know like a few people that I've talked to have said, no, nah, I'm done watching it because it's too political. And that's one thing I love of it. It's like watching a movie, right? You want it to be an escape for a moment so you can live in a real, different reality for a moment, right? And you're not thinking about the problems that you have at home or that's going on in the world right now. You just want to watch that and escape, right? And that's what I love about, especially with NASCAR. I know people, like, I've been made fun of it for being a NASCAR fan because they're like, all they do is turn left. Well, not anymore. They're, they've put in a lot more road courses, uh, so it's a lot, it's a lot better. It's a lot cooler. It's, uh, and the new car makes it harder to drive. I'm sorry, but I always find it funny when people like sit there and like, I don't know, they tell me they're like, Oh, it's easy. I'm like, have you ever been in a car? Fuck. Like, I don't know, man, but still none of that. One of my coolest stories. And, uh, when I was, I don't know how I had to be I was still in high school and I went, my dad was a truck driver and we used to go to the States. And I remember one time I was in the States. I had my, I uh, found this uh, Jeff Gordon 
uh, football jersey. So I had it on. I go to the, we're in the uh, the truck, and I had to go to the bathroom. And uh, I was like, oh, is it cool if I run to the bathroom or run out to the bathroom, get a drink and stuff? And my dad was like, yeah, go ahead. So I go. We're in Carolina, which is NASCAR country. I go there, and the lady that's at the um, the spot, or she's the cashier, she's like, oh, a Jeff Gordon fan. And I'm like, guess, I'm guessing you're a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. Yep. Why are you a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan? And she, because she was so nice, I thought I'd be nice too. She's like, oh, because of his fault. I'm like, see, that's why. I became a Jeff Gordon fan because of, like, the way he races, how nice he is. Not because of his dad. Sorry. But that's one thing, before I end the show, that's one thing I have to say. Ever since Dale Earnhardt Jr. retired and I've listened to his podcast and I've seen uh, TV shows with him, I've actually become a fan. I'm, I'm, it's sad to say that because I was like, I didn't like Dale Earnhardt Jr. because of Jeff Gordon, but I became a fan. And uh, yeah, so, hey, sometimes I feel like that's one thing NASCAR misses is the personalities and that's what they got to add more to. But hey, that's why we're here, right? So that's the end of the show. Remember, in someone's story, you are the villain.